should probably just go ahead and get started. We got like 45 minutes. Let's let it rip. <clears throat> Grip it and rip it, as John Daly used to say. Oh, boy. I don't know if I like that. And the, you know, the golfer, John Daly? He said, grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip it. There's got to be a better He was, uh, he was his there. name, his like call to fame was that he didn't practice at all. He just drank beer and ate what he and just, he just got there and gripped it and ripped it. The way God intended. He was good though. <laughs> naturally, <laughs> naturally talented. never better a show that never gets any better except on those rare occasions when it does you guessed it such as this joining me this week is not michael rios that's not him why that's craig gray hello that's craig gray's music that's right craig what would your entrance music be uh depend like is it like a i know you've thought about this am i like a wrestler or am i like like Jimmy huh? Fallon, like the smooth. The, like, oh, I see. Boom, boom, boom. I was thinking it's either Craig, wrestling entrance yeah. music or like a baseball, you know, at bat uh, walk up music. Okay, there is a correct answer, and I know what it is. Um, can I give you the answer that I would have given you in when I was thirteen or fourteen? Please do. Yes, it would have been uh, "Remember the Name" by Ford Minor. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say something like that. <laughs> the correct or answer, some Lincoln Park song. Well, yeah, uh, what I've done mm-hmm. in the end. New Divide, any three-syllable Linkin yeah. Park song title. The correct answer is, of course, and you know this already, we all do, uh, Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, sure. You can't beat it. No, you can't. What would your what would your walk-up song oh, be? Oh, Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, okay. That's, that's yeah. the answer. Now, what answer would you have given me if you were 13 or 14? Uh, probably Dirty Harry by Gorillaz. Okay. If I'm being honest. I don't know that one, if I'm being honest. Oh, well, we got to both be honest. We both just said. Well, this is the Never Better podcast. It's a... Uh, Honesty circle. <laughs> Welcome. Spencer, Join I us. learned a great little bit of linguistic trivia today. Oh, did you? Now, you would consider yourself a learned man, yes? Well, I mean, you know, I don't like to brag. You have a degree in English, right? I do. Um, from an accredited university, I assume? As far as I know. Now, Go the, land crabs? The expression chomping at the bit. Mm-hmm. You've heard the expression before, right? It is incorrect. Oh, God, God damn it. So you, you already... <laughs> So, okay, what is the what is the expression? A champing at the bit. And where does it originate from? Horses. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Would you like to share it as though I hadn't said that? Uh, we can re- let's do a do-over. <laughs> I am familiar with the phrase, but only tenuously through secondhand sources. And what does it mean? Like, what is the colloquial meaning of the phrase? Uh, you're raring to go. Rearing to go, right. Did you say rearing to go? Rearing? Is that, is <laughs> it's it? raring to go. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, wow. Two for one. Oh, man. Uh, I can't pretend that you don't already know it, Spencer. You can try. I can't. Oh, this is an honesty circle. This is the honesty We already circle. established that. We can't go back. But it's champing at it's the bit. It's champing at the bit. Isn't that weird? That is very weird. It sounds like it was wrong in the first, like the guy who said it first misspoke. Yeah, and then and someone then, was like, did you say champing? He's like, yeah, champing. Ch- 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 champing. Champing. Yeah, yeah. You champed. <laughs> You're a champer. I champ, you champ. The horse champs. <laughs> She's a champer, Jerry. 
but the but the bit that the horse goes in the horse's mouth to control the horse goes yep. in the gap in between his teeth it and does. It, it rubs against uh the horse's teeth they don't like that which is champing mm-hmm. to grind your to rub on your teeth mm-hmm. so how about that yeah champing at the bit messed up i had also until like i i, I learned that today and i looked up i googled horse skeleton <laughs> i had no idea they had such a wide gap in oh, between yeah. their front and back teeth it's really weird. I assume they just have a full right, the full, a full set. Yeah, no, it's, it's much gap. more disconcerting than yeah. that. It is unpleasant. It's to a behold. big molars, a big gap, and then just a couple. You know, in uh, in parts of the UK, I think uh, I think it's United like Kingdom, Welsh. Yeah, uh, that's the one. Um, there is a, uh, a I don't know if it's a Halloween tradition or if it's just sort of a let's dress up and scare the children thing. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Something like. They call it a uh, well because over there is not like our I'm just Halloween. Gonna fucking say what it was. It's not our Halloween. They're, they're like like they're like a Wicker Man thing. Yeah, they, Wicker it's, Man. It's like a hobby pagan, horse. Is actually like, the style of costume. Yeah, uh-huh. and, uh, it, but it's a specific one called a. Let's let's try this. Uh, Mary Lude. Okay. And it is uh, you. You take a blanket, put it over your body. You take a horse's skull. I think you put it on a stick, and you put some ornaments into its eye sockets, and you uh, waggle it around. <laughs> It's and very spooky. It, it is deeply unpleasant. I, I I don't understand what must have been in the water, you know, 12, 1300 years ago. Yeah, in the, in the dark like, ages. Oh, I've got an idea. Well, that was medieval times, Spencer, when they came with all that shit. But they don't do that at the medieval times, though, or nobody would go. What do you say? They don't do that at the medieval times, though, or nobody would go. Very good. Thank you. But yeah, all those old, like like the origin story of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Sawin. Yeah, very somber and it's uncomfortable. No, Sawin was the, I wasn't saying solemn, weird. Well, it's it's weird as in like, it's very, like the pagan origins of mm-hmm. uh, Halloween. Sawin. It was, it was no, called Sawin. I, and I believe you. It looks like Samhain, if you've seen it written out like that. Samhain. That's what it looks, S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Samhain. There's some... Accents in there. It's uh, I don't know, but we're we're a bit out from Halloween. Although grocery stores would not let you believe that for we're a not second. That far, yeah. I was going to say we're like two months. I mean, oh yeah, okay. Pretty much all of September and then all of October. All right. We got a ways to go. Leaves are still green. Do you and your wife hand out candy? Uh, I, we actually we went to a, a friend's place last year and they handed out candy. We were just like, just oh, I see. To hang out and then you know when the trick or treaters came around, like ah, oh, we all take turns go to the door. Like, oh, look, so they've 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 shirked their responsibilities onto you. Well, we all we we divided it evenly. It's like a paint party. I mean, party. They, they made us dinner, so you know. It's like a paint party, but for Halloween, pay, I guess. Never, Where, never been to a paint hey, everybody, party. come over to my house and you know, and, and well, what? do some of my work under the guise of wait, what is it? We're what having is a fun. Paint, oh wait, no, you've talked about this. I've never heard yeah, about this except from you. Where everybody comes over and paints your house. Yeah. No, never heard of that well, except from you. It's the same. The same. This theory. is a dream you had. No, I'm no. convinced. No, no. Look it up. It's a Tom Sawyer bit. Hey, let's all come over and whitewash my fence. <laughs> It'll be an honor for you to do that. I'm telling you, Spencer, it's all the rage with, uh, you know, 20 some millennials living Those in the are... uh, Northeast. I don't know. No. Just because you don't know what it is doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Not saying that. I'm just skeptical. I feel like that's what you're saying. And I have a right to be skeptical. I've been told a lot of lies on this show. Not by me. I don't know. I'll have to run I speak back. the truth. Well, you do now. I will say uh, you are very fortunate to be over today because this is the first day 
in a full calendar week, mm-hmm. the first 24-hour period in which I have had functioning air conditioning. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> and it has been miserable this week. It's been very hot. It's Yeah, it's been climbing up to uh, around about 85 degrees indoors. Yeah. Not so good. It's no good when you're sweating in bed. No. Oh, it's one of the worst. Because there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Like, what, are you going to go lie down on the couch? I guess you could shave your beard off, I suppose. What's that? It's not going to stop me from sweating. No, but it would. It would not make a meaningful difference. It would cool you off a little bit, I think. No. At what cost, though? Well, hmm? Now, I suppose you're not responsible for fixing the air conditioning. No, no. I rent, Craig. Was it just you, or is it an apartment-wide blackout? Just the one. Or I guess it was a brownout. It was, uh, well, our thermostat was from, I believe, the Jimmy Carter administration mm. and had never been replaced. That was part of the problem. And it's also a lame duck. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, that that only really worked when he was, you know. The last two years or whatever. Month, I think. I thought it was like. Well, no, they didn't know he was going to be a single term president when they elected him. No, I know. But what I'm saying is like, if you get elected president, right? Right. Let's say, let's say on the election cycle. That your party wins the Congress, right? The majority in Congress, uh-huh. either the House of Representatives, Senate, or whatever. And the midterm elections, and the opposite party wins or no, takes no, no, control. No, no. You don't become a lame duck. After I always that. understood lame duck to mean you've just been, you know, you you lost the presidential election in November, but from November to the inauguration in January, right? You're a lame duck because you're just you're just sitting there doing I nothing. See. Um. Anyway, that sounds like politics to me, Craig. It does. And politics sounds like news to me, Craig. It does. I got some news for you, Craig. Oh, boy. What do you got? I got a couple of things here. I think you're going to enjoy this one because it's something that we've touched on briefly in the show. And I think you raised this specific concern. Reading from APnews.com. Associated Press. Slash article. Slash Iowa hyphen city hyphen DD346D03D034389104294D165DC793FB. Okay. Iowa Town asks, you took that in stride, I gotta say. Iowa Town asks, where did we put our time capsule? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, this tracks. You're, you're smiling. A knowing, dare I say, smug smile. Yep. I knew I knew this was gonna come. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. The small northwest Iowa city of Sheldon planned to make the opening of a time capsule one of the centerpiece events of its 150th anniversary this weekend, but it ran into a slight problem. And that is this coming weekend at the time of recording. No one is sure where the time capsule is buried. We're trying to find instructions on exactly where it's at before we just start digging, said (laughs) Sheldon Chamber of Commerce directly, directly, director Ashley Nordahl. We think we know where it is, based on what I don't know. But to dig up concrete in the park when we have such a big event going on, we're just postponing that to a little bit later in the year. Like, you'd think they'd confirm they know where it is before they make the announcement. That's what they're saying. Well, well, oh, I see. Well, I mean, the announcement really just had to come in time before the anniversary is what it sounded like. Because that that's a fixed date. You know, right. right? Oh, I suppose. Okay. 150th. Right. You can't change that. Right. But nobody was like, no reporter was just waiting for... The centennial to come up so they can ask, oh, where's the where's the time capsule, Senator? Right. Or mayor? Well, I think they're probably, I mean, this being a small town, there's going to be your resident who was actually alive 150 years ago who has nothing right. better to do. Yeah. So if we go, uh, hey, uh, now where? I remember. I, I was hoping to get my uh, stick and hoop back. <laughs> 
the time capsule was buried 50 years ago during Sheldon's centennial celebration, and over time its specific location became a bit fuzzy. Mm. Event organizers had planned to open the time capsule during a town birthday celebration Friday morning. That's today. Featuring birthday cake and coffee. Kind of okay. underwhelming, right? How big is the time capsule? I don't know. I suppose that's going to affect... That doesn't say. I, I don't know if they know. I, I mean, there's only a few it. things in there. Okay, I maybe cake and coffee's okay, but... <laughs> they then plan to place new items inside the capsule and rebury it. Okay. I'm not sure. So I guess there's room for that, but... How many time capsules do you think have been grave robbed? That's a good question. But I don't know. I would guess probably fewer than you're thinking because nobody knows where, nobody they, knows are where they are anymore. <laughs> They are the, it says they're hiring a company with an underground radar system, ah. that, and this is key, that helped the nearby city of Sibley find its time capsule yeah. earlier in the year. Do you see? It's a real problem. I'm telling you. I mean, most small towns in America must have a time capsule somewhere. Gotta. They just gotta. My elementary school has a time capsule. Oh, sure. I, we definitely put one together when I was in fourth or fifth grade. Mm-hmm. You know what I put in mine? I don't know. My school's time capsule. You remember those little, um, they were like uh, donut cylinders, but with like liquid inside. What? Oh, the um, um, the, were, the little, like they had the sea creature plastic bits or something. In there. Yeah. The slippery things. Yeah, the slippery thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. put one of those in there. Oh boy. That's probably, oh, that's probably good. I it's imagine it doesn't contained. really degrade. Yeah. It wouldn't if evaporate. That, if that thing, no, I'm mostly thinking if it sprang a leak in there and got all over everything Soiled else. everything else. Got that deep blue dye. My cousin yeah. and I were fighting uh, fighting over one of those in the back seat of the car on the way to church one morning. Ah, we, it we flew were out like, the window. No. Because uh, you were... Uh, my mom wishes. We were probably six or seven, and we were sort of doing a tug of war thing with it. Oh, well, that's no good. No good. And again, Sunday, going to church, wearing our, our finest... Those things are not meant to uh they, Yeah, they don't withstand that tension. kind of force. No. And it exploded all over us. Yeah. You know, our, our nice khaki slacks. Your radioactive car. goo all over Yeah, it. so if uh, if you're wondering about the scars on my, my thighs, uh, <laughs> that weird webbed pattern, that's where that came from. I wonder when that... Yes? I mean, I, I, I mean what, what what would you guess is the fate of most time capsules? Oh, oblivion. They just forgotten oblivion, just yeah. into the ether. Dirt, mostly, I think. Well, but, but like... But yeah. They just, you know... From dust to dust. Exactly. You yeah. know, kind of a thing. Although it depends on what they're made out of. Because if it's, you know, if it's reinforced steel or something, it's not going anywhere. And how many of those do you reckon are out there? I don't know. Reinforced steel time capsules. I, don't, I, I assume that like everything else, there's some company that just, like how there's a, a school photo company. There's a company that just does time capsules. And you, you, oh, you got to talk to them. Yeah, I guess there is a company. Got to talk to Chronocorp. Yeah. <laughs> probably uh make sure you get that double wall insulation the college board yeah right yeah there's there's always something and it's always a monopoly but nobody acknowledges it yeah you just i had never thought about until you just i guess there is just one company that takes all school pictures you ever go to anybody but life touch yeah Uh, no can you imagine their like archives they break your legs (laughs) it's just a dusty warehouse full Like, you know, when, uh, when, when they put the Ark of the Covenant away in Indiana mm-hmm. Jones yep. and it's just, just wall to wall enormous, as far yeah. as the eye can see, boxes. It's an airplane hangar. Where yeah. There was one year uh, where <laughs> my entire school year, but this, I think this must have been, yeah, I think it was the fourth or fifth grade as well, where every photo in the fourth or fifth grade yearbook 
had all the children with their heads leaning at like uh, a yes. like a 70 degree angle <laughs> so that like all like our foreheads are all cut off by the side of the frame <laughs> yeah yeah because the photographer just kept telling me like all right just a little bit further a little further, <laughs> a little further. all right all right yeah hold it for every single kid mm-hmm. in the line sure <laughs> uh i don't know I, I i have a hard time settling on whether he was drunk or just bored or just trolling yeah just trolling yeah yeah, yeah. Desperate for anything to liven up his day. I mean, you know, I assume most child photographers are drunk on the job. I mean, how could you not? Right. I would. Uh, I have another item for you, actually. Do you have any picture day memories, Spencer? Mostly that one. There was one where a guy called me Captain Cool. (laughs) That was a big deal for a first grader, you know. I bet. For an adult to say that. Yeah. Straight to the head. You were beaming. Oh, I was. Uh, what about you, Craig? Um, I always, I mean, not particularly. I remember oh, I was okay. really, right. I, I, you know, just making conversations, Spencer. I, I, <laughs> I, I never really enjoy. I hated Picture Day. Sure, it was just such a pain in the ass. And it only ever got worse. Yeah, as time went on. When was your last Picture Day? Senior year. Besides senior photos, like, oh, I, mean, I guess was... they would have take. They guess they take class pictures every year. I mean, not in college. Well, like in high school, though. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. We definitely had them. Like all of my my school photo memories come from like elementary and middle school. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's when it's like a bigger deal. Everybody's lining up in the gym. Right. High school is just like, ah, oh, one more fucking thing we got to do today, bro. Did you ever do cup stacking in gym class? In gym class? Yeah. No? At Watkins Elementary School, Mrs. Sonny, we did uh, cup stacking. How'd that go for I was very good. <laughs> you and, still got it? No. I mean, I could... I could show you a couple of things, but uh, well, all I have are glasses. Will those work? How confident are you in your abilities here? Well, I mean, the thing is, the the better you are at cup stacking, hmm. the more glasses you're going to shatter because the the, <laughs> the, the velocity in the in the in the force that you slam these cups down. Yeah, maybe not good. I need to use some of these. I do have another item for you, sent in by friend of the show, Jewel. Mm. JRB. JRB. Reading from the Telegraph. Okay. This is a United Kingdom uh, joint. It is. Uh, You probably hear Sadie losing her shit in the background at a straight piece of cardboard on the floor. They want me to subscribe free for the first month. I shan't. The headline, Goal complaints double in five years as councils no longer allowed to remove nests and eggs. For seagulls? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Herring gulls. The uh, worst kind. Problem species here, apparently. Yeah. Anyone who's taken a trip to the seaside this summer has witnessed a bag of donuts or chips being whipped out of an inattentive <laughs> hand by a hungry gull. Ghast. <laughs> terribly ghastly, yes. Gull complaints are soaring with numbers doubling in five years after a change in the rules meant councils, and I'm still not totally clear on what councils are. Didn't really look it up at all, but... I guess local governments. Yeah, that was that would be my guess. Okay. We're no longer allowed to remove nests and eggs, the Telegraph can reveal. <laughs> it was under, an, it was an, under an embargo for, <laughs> for months. Oh, ages. It's so such a relief to have it out in the open. Data analyzed like pigs. by the Telegraph shows that complaints for girls across 84 English councils doubled from 544 in 2016 to 956 in 2020. Okay, that's not, you know. 
and 1,075 in 2021. Okay. A 98% rise, Craig. That's a lot of goal complaints. That's a lot of goal complaints. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard one in the U.S., although I think mostly, you know, Americans would just be content to reach out of right. the sky, grab the seagull, and kill it. Do you think that's because there's more goals now or that um, we'll get into that. they were quashing goal uh Reports oh, it, back this, in the day. Oh, trust me, they they've been sitting on the story for a long time. They got all the. They got a bunch of heavily there. redacted documents. Yes, and... yes. Okay. They met with a uh, <laughs> a shady individual in a parking garage right. after dark. Most incidents were mess and noise complaints, but one in four councils highlighted complaints involving physical attacks by gulls on people or pets. Wow. On Saturday, I don't know which Saturday, a grandmother from St. Peter's in Broadstairs, Kent spoke about how she was left bleeding like, and I quote, something from a Freddy Krueger film <laughs> after a gull attack. And there is a photo. She's not lying. It's rough. Can I see? Yeah. I'm not going to make it the episode art because it's kind of sad and grim, but yeah, she, they got they her jacked pretty her good. Up. They, it's amazing, really. Uh, Brenda Thrumble is her name, in case this couldn't, in case you were worried it couldn't get more <laughs> right. British. Councils used to be able to use lethal control of herring gulls as part of their wider permission to control the numbers of problem birds in their area. But in 2019, after campaigning from conservationists, oh. <laughs> the rules for gulls changed significantly, removing them from the general license and requiring councils to apply on a case-by-case -case basis instead. So anytime a seagull pecks somebody's eye out, <laughs> they have to take it and be like, all right, well, are you sure? they got to convene a special... Uh... Yeah conference we'll, we'll assemble the three <laughs> uh they're blaming it on uh, declining or uh, sorry uh, the loss of their natural coastal habitats so gulls are incre increasingly moving inland right i am incapable of speaking normally today i don't know what's going on maybe it's vocal nodes are they blaming it on uh, political correctness Spencer? uh no i personally i think that the conservationists normally i would love to side with them you know my heart goes out to right all those working on behalf of the environment, but I think they're in the pocket of Big Seagull over here. You want to know why I think Big that? Big Gull. You want to know why I think that? I do, yeah. Would you like to know the name of Natural England's director for wildlife licensing and enforcement cases, the person who decides on the case-by-case -case basis? Steven Seagal. No, no. Steph Bird Halton. Oh, well, there you go. Interesting, don't you think? Very. That's no good. It's regulatory capture. It's the last thing you want to see. Nope. You ever been attacked by a bird? Um, I've been scratched by a bat. Well, um, right. Got rabies. Got over they're it. They're not birds, fine. though, right? They're not birds. No. So, I did have a bird. I when I was living, um, I lived in a townhouse right out of right out of school in Manassas, and uh, uh, one of my um, one of my roommates had ordered Panera, hmm. and they they had, and when they opened that box, what was inside? But a blue heron. A bird. A bird was was in the bag eating the food. Oh, wait, oh really? Yeah, and I brought the bag inside, <laughs> and the bird flew out and was in the kitchen, and I had... Surprise. I had to put it in a box. Don't they usually cook those before they send them to you? Funny. It is funny. It's like if I, you, you bought a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken and yep. chicken popped out. Yep. So, Roosters yeah. are assholes, I'll tell you that. They'll claw you up. They don't give a shit. It does not matter to them that you are... 15 times as big as they are. No. They will come at your ankles. Descendants from dinosaurs. Yep. Little bastards. Should have died out. Chickens are fine. Roosters, trash. Well, I mean, they're in the same kind of... What do you mean? What? Same kind of thing, though. Huh? It's just a male chicken. Explain. 
What makes them different, Craig? The 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 penis. Ah, and the little gobbler thing. Do they have one the of jowls? Those? I mean, turkeys have gobblers, but it, I'm talking about the little dangly dang. <laughs> or like you know the you ornithological know, term, yeah. You know that dinosaur that has the big the fins that comes. Uh, the Dilophosaur. Is that really what it is? I think. Wow, look at you. I mean, if I'm somebody right. like don't look at me if I'm wrong. A kid. I mean, yeah, obviously. Craig, would you like to take a stop by the uh, the Abbey Isle? Um, I would, but can I tell you about a dream I had? Okay. It's very quick. Welcome to the Dream Index. I had a dream. Oh, yeah, maybe you can tell me what this means. I had a dream two days ago mm-hmm. that uh, we were having a podcast here. Uh-oh. Uh oh! And I mean, you need to get better dreams. Yeah, it was it was, it was all no it, good. Craig. All three of us, and we had a guest sitting right there. The guest on the podcast, Noam Chomsky. <laughs> I think he's too busy responding to every email he receives in his life, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure he does actually do. Don't bother Noam Chomsky. He's he's very preoccupied. Yeah, he sat right there. I don't remember, I, and it wasn't even like. I cannot imagine... We all asked very intelligent, had a very intelligent conversation. That's how you know it was a dream. Yeah. Can you imagine him interacting with Michael? What would he do with Michael? Well, in the dream, it was very... But I'm talking in real life. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay. And then what do you think about uh, X, Y? It was very... Not how it would go. <laughs> a streak of hamsters, you say. <laughs> no kidding. So yeah, maybe we'll get Noam Chomsky on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Would you would you would you sit down with no? Oh, of course. Okay, all right. But I don't think it's it's likely. Well, I mean, if I email him, he has to at least respond, and say yes or no. It'll be no. Well, he doesn't have to say yes. Talk to one of his handlers. Hmm. Craig, let's swing by Abbey Normal. I got a couple for you. Diagon Abbey. Isn't the Harry Potter thing? Yeah. Mm. Abbey, someone. Abbey, who? Abby normal. So last week we talked about a couple of uh, of dear Abby letters that were blatantly false, right? And that interested me. And I, I found another one for you. Oh, well, I'll be the judge of that if it's false or not. But well, okay, maybe you know what? Maybe I lied. Maybe it's true. Okay, let's treat this like a little encyclopedia All brown right. story. Tell me if it's true or false. Like I didn't already spoil it. Because I didn't. Who knows? And uh, yeah. if it is false... You are a known liar, Spencer. What? No, this is Honesty Club. If it is false, you got to let me know what the clue was that gave it away. Okay. All right? Detective Craig on the case. I've got my little... Uh, what do you what call that? It? Sherlock Holmes a hat? A deerstalker. And there you go. Dear Abby. This is from uh, May 7th, 2014, by the way. May 7th, 2014. That is not going to be the detail that gives it away. I'll be the judge of that. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you're right. I'm the happily married mother of two teenage boys. Well, there's your lie. The other day, I overheard my older son, age 17, talking with a friend about twerking. I have never heard of it, and now I'm worried. Is twerking a drug term? Is it similar to tripping, getting high, or catfishing? I'm not done. There's, there's uh, okay. more information. All right, okay. My 17-year-old is supposed to go to Princeton next year on a sports scholarship, and I'm afraid twerking will derail him from his charted path. Thank you for any advice you may have. He's got a Letterman jacket that just says sports on the back. (laughs) From Troubled Mom in Connecticut. So true or false, 
Well, so what's, part of me what's said... What's your guts saying? So like twerking, obviously, but like tweaking, tweaking is a word that's yeah. very close to twerking close. and is drug related. Mm-hmm. What was the day? <laughs> um, May 7th, 2014. Um, I almost don't think it's... I, I almost think it's real because... Okay. Like, All right. Interesting. Okay. It's 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 silly, but it's not like who would... It's innocuous. Yeah. It's it's completely... Who would lie about something like that? Craig, why why would you lie about that? It's absolutely like a lie. And you laughed hardest... At the thing that gave it away. The sports. Princeton, like all other Ivy League schools, nope. does not offer uh, athletic scholarships. Well, there you go. Blatantly false. Wow. Did you look that up or is that, did Abby call her out in the... No, Abby just ran with it because Abby is... I, I'll go Abby through, wrote it. Yeah. I, I will go through the archives and as I do frequently, I will catch myself saying out loud to no one in particular... Abby, you're a maniac. <laughs> just all the time. She just tells people to do the, the wildest things. Like, oh, you suspect he's cheating? Hmm, you know Shoot what you him. should do? <laughs> it won't even be like, it's like, oh, you should open a dialogue with him about whether uh-huh. it's bad or not. Like, what are you fucking talking about? What was the um, uh, from? Troubled mom in Troubled Connecticut. Troubled mom in Connecticut. Wow. Yeah, Abby just said, oh, don't panic. Tripping and getting high, as you already know, <laughs> refer to altered states of consciousness as the result of using drugs. Yeah, that's what they are. <laughs> altered altered states of consciousness. Yeah. Do you think if I mean if I was Abby, mm-hmm. I'd just pick like a couple weeks and just bang out yeah. the whole year's worth. I'm, I figure it's probably well, I don't know, because she does like she has special Christmas season ones. Okay, well we can the 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 filler Dear are you, oh, you're saying you write the questions and answers. Okay, I'm I'm just saying Abby is not getting one letter every day. She's getting a bunch of letters. Right, but she's not getting Christmas ones every day. No, I know, but okay. But like I said, there's there's 300 and some odd other days that are not holidays or special events. I suppose. Knock those out in an afternoon. Yeah. And you, sip, you got you're your feet set, up sipping yeah. a pina colada. A pina colada? That's right. Pina or pina? Both. No. Yeah. <laughs> Pina. Maybe not at the bars you go to. We got another one for you, and I'm going to file this one jointly under Abby Normal and a segment that I, we haven't really had cause to revisit in a while. Nobody had to know. Oh, wow. What if Abby's a man? I mean, she's not. We we went over the history of Dear Abby the No, first I know, time. but like, what if this is like a Doctor D- Wizard of Oz thing? I was going to no, say Doctor Oz. <laughs> R.I.P. to that guy. Yeah. Did you see the crudite thing? Oh yeah, that is my wife so, That's she so, got to make a crudite. That's all she eats. That is so unbelievably funny. <laughs> it's like he's. It was like a. It's a sketch. It is unbelievable. Like just picture Larry David playing him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use the nobody had to know theme there. I okay, because yeah. I never get to. Yep, I love it's, it. It's, it's, a, it's a fan favorite right here. Is it really? Mm-hmm. News to me. All right, I'll take it. I'm glad. It's probably my favorite one that I've done. Line up just keeping your little secret Nobody has to know Dear Abby uh, Oh, for, for those of you who may have not uh, listened before Nobody Had to Know is a segment where we either talk about people committing crimes and then bragging about it or just publishing things about themselves that they really 
didn't have to tell anybody about and probably should. And no one really had to know. There you go. Hence the name. Dear Abby, the price of the laptop computer I purchased on the internet seemed too good to be true. What year is this? Oh, yes. Sorry. Very important. December 31st, 2003. That should have been my first clue. However, the seller seemed pleasant, had an excellent rating and great reviews via email. And that is hyphenated. You can always... Oh, wait, it is... Hi- oh, oh, they yeah. did hyphenate Via okay. email. It would have been better if he said electronic mail. I wish, yeah. I, I thought about it, but I didn't want to clutter it up. He said he was a reseller of computers and he had an excess of this model. According to him, the money would be safe in escrow through Western <laughs> Union. Don't ever... If they escrow make you use... to buy a laptop. Right. It, just don't use Western Union if you're not Almost interacting ever. with someone. Yeah, like, if, if you don't know them... And they want a WU transfer? Don't wire anything yeah, to don't anybody. Don't ever wire money. Uh, and he was affiliated with Safe Trading, a well-known online security company. Maybe by the standards of 19 years They've ago. They've since gone out of business. I had 10 days to return the computer and get my money back if I wasn't completely satisfied. Well, hey, that's a, you know, that's a deal. Otherwise, after 10 days, he would collect his money from escrow. He was selling from Spain... But only once did I question him about possible problems. <laughs> At least he did it once, I guess. <laughs> hey, will there be any problems? Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Phew. What a relief. <laughs> I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> what an expert he was at saying the things I wanted to hear about his online accolades and email references. <laughs> I even apologized for implying that wow. he might be capable of wrongdoing. Wow. Well, my money is gone. The escrow and good reviews were fake. The issue is being investigated. (laughs) Recovery will be difficult or impossible because the $1,000 was wired from my bank by me. This this scammer was an expert, and I trusted him. (laughs) From sadder but wiser. Oh, okay. So he's, he's learned something from this. Yes. He'll never use that specific guy again. Unless he uses a different name on the internet. Right. <laughs> My favorite thing, uh, Dear Wiser. I wish she'd said Dear Sadder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dear Little Sad Boy. This may seem pessimistic, but if it seems too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. I'm printing your warning so others will not be so easily taken advantage of. Caveat emptor. Let the buyer beware. Anytime Addy goes, I'm printing your warning. It, yeah. It it feels like there's a bit more importance being delegated to the Dear Abby column by Abby than perhaps it is justified. Deserved. Yeah, maybe. I wonder what computer model it was. <laughs> it was the... Because uh... this was like back in the day when like all products had like a a 1000 in the name. Mm. Like this was like the, the Dell right. 2000 or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that, you know? All those beige computer towers. Yeah, yeah. We are on a tight skirt. Oh boy, I didn't realize I'm thinking. I was going to do something, but we're not going to have time. I'll save it for next week. Oh boy, what was it? I mean, it's nothing huge. It's a, a, a WikiHow article. My, oh. my friend sent me. Oh, I said I would do it. You know what? Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll get to. Is it weird if we can? But uh, if we don't, then oh well. Uh, Wikipedia how this was sent in by a friend of the show, Maddie. Hello, Maddie. Who, I don't know if she remembered that I had a podcast when she sent it to me. Uh, now it's now too she late. does. Yep. Reading from wikihow.com. 
this is something we don't normally do, but uh, I, I had to I had to share this with somebody. Well, how to act like a mad scientist. <laughs> mad scientists are common character types in many works of fiction. Mm-hmm. The mad scientist is driven, brilliant, and perhaps a bit tortured. Would you agree, Craig? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's the gist of the character model. All right. If you have a background in science, you'll have a head start when trying to act like a mad scientist. <laughs> if you don't have a scientific background, you can still adopt certain elements of the mad scientist persona in your dress and attitude. You can fake it. Yeah. Can <laughs> fake it until you get your mountaintop laboratory. Yeah, you get your ray gun. Mm-hmm. Your death ray. Your volcano-mounted moonbeam missile. Whatever. God, what a shame that there's no like real-life volcano bases. Well, we give Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos enough money they'll figure it out they'll figure it out that's one of those things like i hope somewhat maybe it'll explode while they're in there oh uh in either case don't take your act too far and stay safe (laughs) which is the funniest way to end the opening paragraph you're embarking on a dangerous (laughs) journey my friend keep your head you gotta keep your head (laughs) the route of the mad doctor is not one to be taken lightly (laughs) method one adopting a mad scientist personality and style step one choose your style Okay. When asked what a mad scientist looked like, looks like, many people envision a wild-eyed fellow in a tattered lab coat. However, mad scientists actually have a wide variety of stylish options open to them. <laughs> it's true. I, I've I've been looking at the uh, the style guide in New York Times, and uh, it's just cluttered with mad scientists. Well, yeah, tis the season. Mm-hmm. Mad scientists usually conform to one of two distinct styles. Okay, so it went from many different styles to really two, though. Two, yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, Dapper and well-dressed like Nikola Tesla. Tesla was one of the finest scientific minds of his day, but he also believed he contacted aliens and believed he was in a mutual love affair with a pigeon. Yeah. If I was going to, I mean, all right, sounds a little crazy on the face, but if uh, there's ever been a human alive that was in a romantic... Contacted by aliens. Or oh. contacted okay, by aliens. Okay, you go for the pigeon thing first. Or right, in a romantic yeah, sure, relationship sure, sure. with a pigeon. It's probably Nikola Tesla. <laughs> okay. That guy was eccentric. But mutual love affair. I you think a pigeon loved him back? I stand by what I said. All right. Uh, two, a typical mad scientist of the type described above, dressed in a shabby lab coat. This style evokes Mary Shelley's classic character, Dr. Frankenstein, mm. as well as certain incarnations of Spider-Man's foe, Dr. Octopus. <laughs> or if you do not wish to adjust your style of clothing to act like a mad scientist, that's okay. <laughs> 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 no no other directives. If you're trying to act like a mad scientist for a Halloween party or a theater production, though, dressing the part will help you get into the role. It doesn't hit the same if you're just wearing like yeah. J. Crew right. and pretending to be... Welcome <laughs> to my laboratory. You're in board shorts. Yeah, there was a sale at JCPenney's. <laughs> Two, give yourself a quirky hairstyle. Yeah. Now, the wiki how... Yeah. WikiHow's uh, illustrations are legendary. Sure. And the one they've chosen here is just like a Gen Z haircut. <laughs> <laughs> just looks like a uh, Jersey Shore McCast member. Uh, yeah, or it's that. got a Pauly D thing going on. But like elevated a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, it's a little, a bit of Kramer. Yeah. Albert Einstein, for instance, was not a mad scientist, but his hair was often must and wild looking. True. Capture this eccentricity when acting like a mad scientist. <laughs> Grow your hair out to at least a medium length. Pull your hair up and out to give yourself a zany look. Yeah. 
everything. You to want them. as much volume you really as do. possible. Yeah, it's, it's voluminous. <laughs> is a key word here. Three, be outgoing and charming. I think you're taking some of the same issue that I did with this. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, like Not, um, who was the doctor in uh, Van that Van Helsing movie with Hugh Jackman? Um, oh shoot, I can't remember the name. Um, but, uh, the guy that turned about. into the thing. He was. Oh, well, I didn't see the movie, but I know that there's the doctor. I've the seen Jack that movie Luke. probably five times. You're the only person living who have. One variation of the mad scientist is not a recluse, but is instead an outgoing, extroverted, smooth talker. Learn to listen to others. They actually mention him by yeah. name. Yeah. Do you see? Is he a mad scientist? Is he, I thought he was just In an the asshole. movie, he was. He was kind of a... Oh, okay. He was. Learn to listen to others and talk to them about what they want to talk about. Be persuasive. Ask people what they need and how you can help. <laughs> Would you like to use my array of devices? <laughs> <laughs> Would your problem be ameliorated by an army of uh, benevolent <laughs> um, robots? <yeah. laughs> Compliment others on their ideas and style. Make yourself <laughs> someone that others want to be around because you are so pleasant and intriguing. You could do, copy and paste that section into like any, any? like hit hitman, like uh, not hitman. hitman. Well, <laughs> like a uh, pickup artist, uh, <laughs> like a uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. And if it, it fit exactly in. Yeah. Alpha male carnivore tips. Yeah, right, yeah, dot yeah. biz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't dominate a conversation. Nod when others talk to show you are listening. <laughs> Copy paste. Do not. This is my favorite in the article, I think. Do not use your powers of persuasion and social skills to manipulate <laughs> others. <laughs> but that's what a mad scientist would do that's if he the had them. That's yeah. the whole thing. You're trying to get funding. That's the point. That moonbeam death missile is going to build itself. You need grant money. Yeah. Number four, be driven. Mad scientists direct their focus on at least one problem that really engages their attention. To capture or recreate this feeling for yourself, identify an area of your own life that you wish was different. Devote yourself to making a positive change. <laughs> you know, like a mad scientist <laughs> a mad would scientist. do. Like Dr. Frankenstein. He was, uh, I said Frankenstein, I'm thinking young Frankenstein, which you haven't seen. No, he, he was too worried that, you know, not enough people were coming back from the grave. Right. You just wanted a friend. Here's some options that the, the article provides. You might realize that your community has widespread poverty and decide, decide. What is the, what the fuck is going on with me today? I don't know, man. You might realize that your community has widespread poverty and decide to volunteer regularly at your local soup kitchen. Like this has gone completely in, like <laughs> it started mad scientists. Yeah, it started dressed like a mad scientist. And then it's, and then as soon, I think the, the turn was when it said, or don't. Try to win a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> right. Perhaps you'll realize that your school is underfunded. <laughs> Maybe you'll realize that. <laughs> Think about it. I don't know. Okay. Who knows what could happen in that wacky brain of yours? <laughs> uh, and you'd start a crowdfunding effort or engage in other entrepreneurial activity to help improve the quality of your school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've actually named the computer lab after you, Dr. Death. <laughs> Like, uh, what's the uh, villain in Powerpuff Girls? Mojo Jojo? Mo Mojo Jojo, It's like yeah. a Mojo Jojo was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he he dressed, he had his brain in a, in a vase and lived yeah. in a tree, but <laughs> he was a big philanthropist, mm -hmm. donated to the high school. Yeah. Just lives a Howard Hughes life. Yeah. Instead of following the mad scientist method of correcting the wrong or meeting your goals no matter what. Oh, so this is why they say you got to keep your head on. You got to be, 
use a, on straight. Use a reasonable, measured approach when acting on whatever it is that really drives you. Whatever impulse you okay, have. Okay, now, again, this article is called How to Act Like a Mad Scientist. And then this bullet starts, instead of acting like a mad scientist, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Live your life passionately, just as a mad scientist would. This is... <laughs> so it's like although uh oh i don't i mean around on it? every friend group could use one of these eccentric types the wackadoo the wackadoo yeah i mean you know we all i think aspire to it i wouldn't mind being the mad scientist oh sure i mean it's not like you have to do anything different according to this article, according to this article. don't have to dress like it I just have act to, like it i just have to acknowledge problems in my community and uh, yep. you don't even have to know any science to, yeah you don't even have to know any science. It helps. You don't have to dress. It's, it's all fine. Just, you know what? You do you. And that's good enough. <laughs> there are other parts of this article, but I am not going to have time. I don't want to get to something really quick. Can I tell you a quick uh, mad scientist anecdote that I have? In my really life? quick. Uh, when I was in, it's the most cringe thing I've ever done in my entire <laughs> oh, life. Oh, okay. Take your time. Uh, in ninth grade, I wrote a screenplay. A whole uh, screen? How far did you get? Uh, I mean, many pages. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, about a mad scientist. I, I don't, I, I honestly truly don't what, remember the plot very well. What was his name? What'd you name him? I don't remember. I really, oh, yes, I, you I, do. I really, I really don't It's too late remember. for shame, Craig. But this is the shameful part. I'm not ashamed of writing a screenplay about a mad scientist. What I'm ashamed of I is- I thought you were ashamed of the naming I'm either. ashamed of the ending. Oh. Because I've, I, for many times and often, I will, I, I hate this, I hate this. Was it all a dream? It was, I did the, it was oh, all a dream. no. Ending, yep. Oh, no. And I turned no, it in. No. Oh, oh, this was for an assignment. Yeah, some sort of assignment, yeah. Wow. And you could have gotten I away with it. I still think about it. Nobody had to know, Craig. God. It's too late now. You mind telling me how weird something is? Sure. Terrific. Would you have changed your answer if I said, I do mind? Uh, No. Okay. I mean, I already got it here, so might as well. We went in Rome. Can't unring that bell, Craig. This one uh, comes from... The Quora account, Quora Prompt Generator. Okay. Now, I don't know how legit this is. Okay. For all I know, it's someone who just put, you know, a red Q as their user icon and gave himself that name or herself. Someone aspiring to be a mad scientist. Could be. That's what... Imitate an artificial intelligence. Is it weird if a guy compliments another guy's belly button? Squinting. He's squinting. Yep. That's a yep. 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 Now... Any elaboration? I mean, it's just strange. I mean... uh, I I did find an answer on here that I think you'd find intriguing. It's not as weird to criticize a belly button. (laughs) Bro, that looks like shit. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Or if it's an Audi, you know, it's okay to shame shame them if they have an Audi. Oh, really? That is not the official position of this podcast. (laughs) I'm just trying to be wacky, Spencer. I'm trying to be the mad scientist of the group. Well, you're you're getting outclassed by this guy. Uh, Okay. What does he got? Core user David LeBaron answers the presumed robot. If he's a f- former or former bodybuilder, certain features on a man or woman's body can be a good indicator of body fat content. Oh. If a belly button is flat and you can see the perimeter webbing and not a puffy indentation. <laughs> oh, I don't like any part of that sentence. <laughs> they probably have low body fat, which is a sign of successful training and a good diet. I don't like that at all. What's wrong with you? Don't like the phrase perimeter webbing or puffy, din- puffy indentation. indentation? Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> so, is it weird to answer that way to this question? Yep. 
All right. Can that's you get a, a numeral on that? That's a six. Six. You've, if, been, you've if, been doing a lot of sixes lately, if though. If anybody compliments your puffy indentation, he's <laughs> a weird guy. Hey, bro. That perimeter webbing is looking sharp. <laughs> Man, you can cut glass can with cut. that. cut. Oh, that's all we got time for this I week. I mean, you I must think. think it's weird, right? Oh, yeah, it's weird. Okay. Absolutely weird. Don't, right. don't, don't do that to me. I don't care if you do it to somebody else. It's their problem and probably soon afterward your problem, but not, not to me. We should write, as a podcast, write an article about how to be a henchman. Ooh. A mad scientist henchman. Ah, the Igor. The Quasimodo of... Uh... Igor, I think, is the one you're looking for. Well, who's Quasimodo? He's the hunchback of Notre Dame. He just rang the bells in the church well, tower. He's a henchman. No, he just worked for the, the church, I think. He was a henchman for the church. Well, potato, potato. Uh, that's Pull all the, the lever. time we have this week. Never Better is produced by me. Oh, boy. We are distributed by no one, and our theme song this week is... Remember the Name by Fort Minor. <laughs> That's right. And if you'd like to write into the show, you can do so by email at mailbox at neverbetter.show or by Twitter DM at neverbettercast. Craig? All one word. And? No punctuation. That's right. Until such time as you do, we'll just have to see you next week. How's that sound? That sounds great. See you next week, I wasn't week, asking everybody. you. Oh, I'm, I'm sort of Dora the Explorer style, giving them time to I, shout. Right. Sounds good at the uh, crowded subway train they're sitting in. All right. See ya. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.